Hey everybody, this is a podcast, Kicking It with KJ. So we're going to be discussing, you know, the ups and downs of a volleyball season, specifically from the KJ point of view. And we're going to talk about how we work on building the character of the student-athlete from a really young age to their IDO soft to college. And we're going to talk about all of the wonderful experiences that you will have. And traveling around the country, competing at a high level. Lifelong memories with your teammates. And wow, what about all that food around the country? I know you like that, Ryan. Yeah, that's, a lot of food. That's one of my favorite parts, too. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives with KJ. So listen in, take some tips, have some fun with us, and hopefully you enjoy this as much as we enjoy making it. All right, welcome back, and we have Bill Callier in the studio again. Hey, Bill. Hey, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. We have a good topic today, don't we? Yeah, I'm always excited to talk about recruiting. It's kind of one of the, well, I think it's probably the premier thing that we do at KJ. It absolutely is one of the premier things that we do, but I think especially for the older teams as they continue to put out this big commitment to play club volleyball, what's at that next level? Talking about recruiting, Bill, obviously, all the years we've been doing this, you and I have been very active in the recruiting process. Yeah, it's it's one of the more exciting parts of coaching club volleyball, for sure. It is. And not only are we doing stuff behind the scenes, but talk a little bit, Bill, about what happens when we're at the national tournaments or the local events or qualifiers that you are engaged in with the other college coaches and the recruiters. It's such a social network. It's really important uh, to not just talk to coaches when we have a player that's intending to go there, but just building relationships over time. Like Brandon down at Cal Baptist. Love that man. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> One day he was sitting on this blue bucket, you know, those or those tubs that are filled with water at tournaments. Uh, he's just sitting on there, and I sent him a text message that says, hey, you look like Elf on a Shelf. And I'm watching him, and I see him open up his text, and his eyes look up, and he's scanning to find me, and he just shrugs his shoulders like, yeah, I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, that's something we'll never forget. So when we have, even when he doesn't know if there are kids in our club that they're interested in, he'll always come up and say, hey, you know, any kids that you know want to go to California and play some good volleyball, and we get to talk to them about those things. Well, and you know what else happens just with building those relationships is... Mm -hmm they're also talking to other people. So they might be talking to a local NAIA school from down in that area and be like, hey, do you know that there's this kid on Kent Junior 16 that I think would be a good fit for your program? Actually, one of your high school kids, Lauren Hackett, wasn't even looking at Cal Baptist, and she was referred by another college coach we had a relationship with. It was yeah. fabulous, and it's a great example of that. You know who's also really good at that? James up at Western. There's times when there are kids that they know that they're not recruiting, and he has helped us find homes for these kids. Those relationships are huge. Well, and especially if they're not, they don't have an opening at Western, or they don't, the, maybe the, the player is beyond that level or not at that level. James is really good at that, and there's so many people out there that are. And he and I went to the same high school. <laughs> Go Trojan. Go Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another thing, Bill, and not only... Do, are we active in that process? But man, we are so blessed at the number of coaches that we have in our club that are really active in the college recruiting network. Yeah, Paula Schwan is awesome. She has a lot of connections, especially through the HP program she does through the region. Um, and she's had two of her own kids that have gone through the recruiting process. Yeah, Paula is an expert. <clears throat> if you're a parent out there and you want to ask how it's done, Paula is definitely an expert to talk to about that. 
And Eddie, you would not believe the amount of people Eddie has helped. Like, Eddie has a big connection with the whole country of Mexico. Totally does. And with that, he is get bringing, helping to bring a lot of those kids up, and he's building relationships. So a lot of top colleges, top-ranked schools are reaching out to Eddie about players and connections he knows in Mexico or in any of the Spanish-speaking communities, and he's really helping those coaches. And then on the other end, it's helping him build those relationships that are helping our players. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie loves volleyball, and he loves the kids in our club and on his team. He will talk to anybody in trying to find the right fit for those kids. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the new coaches we added on our 18, Stephanie and Carly. They definitely know a lot about the recruiting process. It's all about relationship. A player, Nellie Eskindone, played in our club uh, the last couple of years of her you know, high school career, and she got to know Carly and Stephanie from a different club, and they were instrumental in helping her find a place to play after her senior year of high school. They know it the same way we do. It's about building relationships and finding the right fit for the player and not just trying to shove them off into any school. Absolutely, and the right fit not only for the program that they're going into. Well, I think that when I, I've heard coaches, college coaches, uh, I spent a year at Seattle U and there was a setter that uh, was recruited to a school and the coach, the clubs were super excited about it and you know talked about how this player was so amazing. And, and then um, after her freshman year, one of the club coaches that helped recruit this kid to that school found that coach and said, so how's it going with that setter? Like they knew that she had some, some struggles or that her personality was a little different or whatever. And sure enough, she went off to school and those struggles were happening there too. And that coach was so upset that they hadn't shared exactly what that kid was like. Now, that isn't to say that we're going to go out and, and tell all the dirty, dark secrets of our players, but we're going to be very upfront. Like, this player thrives in a leadership role, or this player, if they're in a family environment, they're going to be really, really good. This kid loves competition. This kid hates stressful kind of situations. It's important that they find a school that will nurture what makes them special as a player. You know, Bill, that is such a key point, because not only is it hard to go and compete at that next level, but you're away from home, you're away from family, you have the stress of school, you have the stress of living on your own or living in an environment with new people that you don't know. I mean, it's so key that we help these players and athletes really understand the environment they're going into. And, you know, they've been around our area for so long. They know the type of coaches we have in the different personalities of our coaching styles, especially if they've been within our club for a while, or or we know there is a network of parents that really share all the ins and outs of everyone. So it's not as easy to know that about the college coaches. So that's what we feel is our responsibility to really help them to understand that. Yeah, that's a great point. Bill, can you talk a little bit about the recruiting process and what you think would be the player's responsibility in this? You know, I think some players think that they make KJ and then it's just done. <laughs> that, <laughs> I <and> wish. <laughs> we have a great re reputation for helping kids continue to play after college, but I'll, your question is a great one in that there's a lot of work to be done by the player and the family. Something as simple as making a list of the schools that you would like to go to, and then having a realistic conversation with your coach about the right fit. You know, uh, a college coach gave a great example. He said, if you want to go to 
let's say University of Washington, a, a really good way to see if you're compatible with what they're recruiting is look at their player bios on their own website. And if they've got, you know, their setter was a Gatorade All-American or a Gatorade Player of the Year from their state or an ABCA pl um, Player of the Year nomination, uh, first team in their league, MVP, and then you look at your bio and it doesn't look like that, that's probably a good place to start and say, okay, I need to find a more realistic fit. Oh, that reminds me, Don, I have a question for you. I know um, in the past we've had some recruiting software and programs to help with the, the players. Do we still have that this year? So we did purchase the sports recruit platform for our 16s and 17s because we feel like that's a really prime age to really move forward with it. And also any unsigned seniors that need that at that point. It is a fabulous platform. And what it does is it gives that information you just talked about. You know, what is the roster? Are they seniors? Do they have a junior setter and a senior setter and a sophomore setter? Is that really the place for me if they already have three setters in the program? Or do they have two middle blockers that are starting that are just sophomores and freshmen? And really, is that the place for me? It gives you that information. It gives you academic standards, academic programs. It gives you coaches' contact information. It is a really good platform for our kids. But responsibility of the players, they have to use it. You know, it's funny. Uh, when I asked that question, I was like, oh, of course we've redone it. Because I get emails as a coach when they're when they've sent stuff off or get a reply, or even a coach is looking at their profile, we get these notifications so we can see what the activity is. Mm -hmm. It is our commitment as a club to provide these resources, but it is your commitment as a family and an athlete to make sure you're utilizing them if you want to. You can't just sit back and not do anything. You need to be able to reach out to schools and say, hey, our team is going to qualifier in LA and going to be this date and this is our team name and this is my number and you can kind of give them the details and understand that the coaches the coaches are going to get hundreds and hundreds of emails on a regular basis and we want to make sure that we're standing out but your job is to communicate and put your name out there now if you're a senior and Stanford hasn't been looking at you yet it's probably not the right time to be reaching out to Stanford or University of Texas or those schools that or at the top ranked premier five schools. Talk to your coaches and club and let's really help figure out where is the right place for you or the right university fit or the right campus style. Is it small, is it big, is it urban, is it suburban, is it small town and really get a feel for what is your fit. Yeah, that's a great point. I think a lot of players don't think about, you know, after they're done with their experience in, at college playing volleyball, what's it gonna look like? They're gonna have an education. That's such a huge piece. That volleyball family is who they're going to spend, I don't know, what do you think, 80 to 90% of their time with? For sure, yeah. So you better make sure that you're, you're picking a fit that really is going to you know, provide you with those really good experiences. So really good. How so. can parents help with this process, Bill? Parents can make sure that they, first of all, understand the communication rules at the different levels. And that's you know, our job. We can help with that. Hey, I keep calling this coach and they won't call me back. Well, there's reasons and there's blackout periods and there's all these things. So the parents, it, it's important that the parents are a part of that process too. I mean, we've seen everything from parents that are hyperactive in the recruiting process, which honestly can get in the way in the recruiting process because, you know, some coaches will come to us and say, hey, I don't need any more emails from that family, please. <laughs> it's important to let the coaches and the players be pretty active on that. Well, and be active, but also know that the coaches want to get to know the athlete. They're not recruiting the family. They're not recruiting the siblings. They're not recruiting the parents. 
They are recruiting the athlete and they want to get to know the athlete. I think parents' role is do the research, do the follow-up, you know, help your kid on how to do a word track on what to email to the coaches and, and to send that out or how to leave a voicemail for a coach or something. Those would be some really good tools that you can help with. But really, it's not it's not the parents that the coaches want to get to know initially. They want to make sure it's a right fit with the athlete. Yeah, you bring up a good point. We've had, you know, those phone calls, recruiting phone calls, and the, the player's super nervous, and the parents sit down, and they, they write out some questions, and they just kind of facilitate. But, yeah, exactly right. Let the player start to make those adult-like steps. And we're doing this initial recruiting discussion right now. Just to kind of give an overview, we will – throughout the next few months, really help break down some more information and asking some questions and what would be some good questions to ask coaches and what would be some good information to look up. But this is just some general information we wanted to discuss right now. Hey, I have another question for you, Don. What's a good time to start worrying about or getting active in the recruiting process? Great question. And I think it depends on the student athlete. I mean, some that process is really starting later. I think Initially, you can get out there and you can kind of learn what's going on and you can kind of get a feel for what you want and where you fit in. But for some people, it happens in that freshman and junior year or freshman and sophomore year. And some people, it's happening junior and senior. And it can be a roller coaster. We've experienced that for sure. Yeah, isn't that the truth? You have a player who's like, hey, I've got three coaches coming to watch me play. I'm so excited. And afterwards, they play poorly, and they're thinking they'll never be recruited again. And then next week, another coach is excited about them, and they're just riding that wave of emotion. And we as coaches try to stabilize that a little bit and let them know it can be a little unpredictable, but it'll work out. You know, definitely. Here's the thing. I don't want a parent coming up to me at a tournament and saying, there's so-and-so and and they're coming to look at me. Will you go talk to them? I will guarantee that I have communication and talking to all of the colleges that you're interested in and keeping me and your coaches up to date on who you're communicating with is really key and what you're interested in. And we'll send out some questionnaires and some information just to kind of get a better feel for where you're at in the process, but keeping us up to date on who you're looking at. And we're out there at the tournaments. It might not be during play while you're playing, but it could be while they're watching another team on a different court. We're having those conversations to try to maximize that time get with them as well yeah that's a great point and I remember having a player come up and say hey I've got a coach coming to watch me will will you put me in I was like well that's not exactly how this all works oh you email 10 coaches they all come watch you play you play all the time but your teammate who's deserves to play too doesn't because she didn't email we tell these players all the time it's important to know that these college coaches purposely come to watch warm-ups they want to see what those look like And so if you're a player that you're super stressed because you know you don't play very much when we're playing and here we have an opportunity to qualify and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to play and this coach really wants to see me play, that coach is going to, that player actually can hit really well or jump really high and look at what kind of an awesome teammate she is. They set their watches to go watch timeouts. I've been talking to coaches, having a great conversation like, oh, my alarm just went off on my watch here. I got to go watch, you know, club so-and-so warm up because there's a player we're looking at. Very, very good point. They also are watching how you interact with your teammates, how you're hustling when you are doing a warm-up, what it's like when the coach is talking in a huddle, and where are you focused? Are you focused at who's in the stands or talking to your parents from across the court, or are you focused on 
what your coach is saying. Even if you don't like what your coach is saying, still pay attention to be a good teammate. Support your teammates even when you're struggling or when someone on your team is struggling. What kind of teammate are you? And are you respecting them and respecting your coaches is a really key point too. We get asked that question all the time. I mean, I remember sitting down and having the Washington State coach ask us years ago, you know, what's this person like off the court? Do you get those questions? Yeah, we're very upfront. We have a reputation to uphold too. We're not just going to tell them whatever we it takes to get that kid into their club. There's one player, as you're describing that, Don, that really stood out, and that was Jane Hahn. She was a libero that came to our club. Fabulous kid. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. She only came to us her, her senior year, and the school that she really wanted to go to was San Diego. I remember Brent coming up and asking about Jane, and he's like, hey, we have one walk-on spot available, and I just don't know if we want to give it to Jane. And I said, look, Brent, you guys do a great job of assessing a player's ability and what you see and how they fit into your program and all those things. And so obviously there's some things you like about Jane, but you have some concerns. But let me tell you this, and that is you'll never regret having Jane in your gym. She's an incredible teammate. She works hard. She fights. um, She's teachable. She's a great student. And they took a chance on Jane. And then probably one of the most gratifying moments in my coaching career was I turn on the TV to watch the NCAA tournament. And there's Jane Hahn serving for San Diego on TV. It's her senior year. And she came in and got to serve as a serving specialist. And, you know, they didn't do that because they really liked Jane and thought, well, she deserves to play. She had earned an opportunity mm-hmm. to compete. And, and those are the kind of glowing recommendations we love to give about players. Well, I mean, think about as the chair of our region here, how many clubs do we have? Fall apart. Uh, I think uh, around 100 and something. Right. And so many 18-year-olds. And how many of those 18-year-olds want to go on and play in college? Yeah, the number's huge. And there's so many different levels of play. And if you're really active and doing all these things we're talking about here, you'll find the right fit. Uh, For years, I coached 18s. And year after year, out of the 12 players on our roster, 12 of them went off to play in college. Right. Now, that's not a guarantee that you come to KJ and you'll just get to play. But we put that kind of work into it, so that's possible. Right. And definitely, you have to do the work. You have to utilize your family and your other resources. But communicate with your coaches always. And we'll tell you, hey, we don't think that's realistic. Or we might think you can compete at a higher level than that. But here's a tip I want to give out to the 12-year-olds, the 13-year-olds, and all the younger players out there. Your family is, and your club is spending a lot of time and commitment to travel around the country to these different events. Take a Dexter day or a half a day if you're traveling in and go visit a campus. You don't have to reach out to the volleyball program. We can help you if you want to, but go visit the campus, walk on that campus, see how you feel, and you'll start to compare. Like through your 14th year, 15th year, it'll be like, I like that campus. I don't like that campus. We took how many teams to Indianapolis in the last few years? Like dozens. I wonder how many people actually went and saw like the four or five schools that are right within that 15 mile radius. I mean, just taking advantage of those plane trips that you have because sometimes the decision comes early and you don't get an opportunity to go out to the school. Oh, great point. Yeah, and look for the things that matter. I can remember some girls coming back from a visit. Hey, I'm going to this school. You're like, um, why? Well, their uniforms are so cool. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> 
And the other thing I want you to look at is if you're really interested in a school, check out where they compete. I think it's fabulous to go to the other side of the country because when are you ever going to get that opportunity to do that? If you're open to it and you think you can adapt well, where are they traveling to? What's in their conference? Who are they going to be? What's that travel going to look like? Are they getting on an airplane every day and trying or every week and traveling that way? Or, you know, is their conference within a short drive? It's important stuff to consider when you are going to pick a college and where you want to compete. Yeah, you just made me think of something. There are some university or programs that will, hey, if you come to our program, like Villanova, where Michaela Barrett went, they had a commitment to their players that before your senior year, we'll play at a tournament in your neck of the woods so your parents, your family can see you play. And I remember they came. Really common. Yeah, they came to Seattle U. It was awesome. I got to see her play too. I have a history in the college coaching world and way back when I made a commitment, the same commitment. And as a freshman, I recruited Deanna, one of our coaches out of Pasco, Washington. I was looking at her when I was coaching at the University of Idaho because it's relatively close. And I recruited her to the University of Tulsa, which was a great university and academic school, not a strong volleyball school at the time. But we competed in the Mountain West Conference going into the WAC. Our conference was like Hawaii, BYU, Colorado State. We weren't at that level at the time, but it was a recruiting point. I couldn't sell the program at the time because they didn't really have a strong program, but I was selling where they got to travel and the fact that they would get to see different parts of the country as well as get an opportunity to compete in their home area. So Deanna's senior year, she competed at Washington State University. That's awesome. And get a great education. Absolutely. So shout out to Deanna, who became my sister-in-law after all that too. (laughs) Anyways, so great tips. Just oversight and overview but really start taking advantage of the opportunities you have out there do your homework do your research utilize your family and friends don't forget to look at our alumni tab on our website because you can see the different programs where we've developed relationships and network through our alumni some of it includes coaches and we can maybe even connect you to some of those people if you have questions and they'd be really happy to help just like i know you will be someday when when you go on and play at a different school too. Yeah, great tips, love it. All right, so that's it for today. Thank you very much. Happy recruiting. Yeah, take care out there guys. Have fun playing volleyball. We love it too.